Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. What a fantastic time to be here. On today's show, a little market update. We're going to talk about our affiliation with the Royal Mint and the expertise we bring to the table, why that's important to you, a little bit about interest rates, and whether or not it's a good time to be buying gold and silver right now. In addition to that, product talk. We're going to talk about silver maples and a little bit more about the truth of inflation and where it stands and how it relates to gold and silver. And if we get time today, we'll also talk about allocated financing, a fantastic method of ownership that we don't spend enough time about. The show, once again, the real money show, and that's what we believe gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds are. With me today on the show is Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And before we start, I will remind everyone, as I always do, that this is not your financial planning advice, nor are we your financial planners. If you have people plugged into your portfolio and you trust them, take that and do your due diligence. Always look at the research and the data to make sure this is the right type of ownership. And by ownership, I mean physical gold and silver. Remember, everything we do is tangible. And if you can't hold it, you can't touch it, then you don't own it. That is Jeremy saying, and it is something that we stand by. Jeremy, today's show is jam-packed. The number to get going, one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver While you're listening, if you're not in a car driving, you may go over to guildhallwealth.com. That's guildhallwealth.com and take a look. Get yourself a free investor kit. That package comes to you chocked full of information about how to own gold and silver, the markets, what we think about gold and silver. We always put in a few recent articles, and there are some bits of information on natural fancy colored diamonds, one of the best-kept investing secrets in the world. We're going to expose a little more about that today. So as a quick market update, everybody knows We had, for those watching the market, a small rebound in price uh, through the early stages of this uh, week. We're taping the show on Thursday, and as we tape the show here on Thursday, silver is trading in and about a range of $15.20 on paper, and gold around $12.95. And why do I say paper? Because paper is not physical. Remember when you're buying, folks, something that is physical is holding your hands tangible. We'll stick with that theme throughout the show. And uh, Jeremy, we're going to start the show this week by bringing up something that a lot of people ask us about. They come to us, talk to us about, and that's product talk. And product talk would never be complete without talking about one of the more well-known types of product, which is the Maple Leaf coin, the most popular of all coins in Canada that is sold and produced by the Mint. They produce these on an annual basis in both the gold and the silver market. They are one ounce coins. They do small, they do sell some of the gold offered in smaller increments, but the most common is the one ounce gold maple, the one ounce silver maple. And I wanted to extend this discussion to our affiliation with the Mint because one of the things that we believe in to be a good company, to be responsible and to work hard for our clients, we must be well connected within our industry. It's not a run it out of your grandma's basement type of organization. We spend time, we give consultation to people coming in about product, about logistics and storage. And we talk about that on the show on a weekly basis. But 
that product talk is so important. Yeah, and I think uh, to go along with this product talk, which I love this term, product talk, by the way, Darren, it sounds mm-hmm. like Coach's Corner, um, that, you know, look, there, there are a lot of places to go and acquire precious metals. Um, Guildhall has been in business since 2002. Um, we do have an e-store, but we do have a brick-and-mortar office where people can set up an appointment and come visit us and see the type of products that we have. We always encourage people to visit us at the office, see the products, hold it in their hand, because that's when things start to change for them in terms of understanding what this is all about, this acquiring precious metals and owning precious metals. As also uh, as well, it helps inform them of what's the right product for them. Now, we're talking about maples. A lot of uh, people who want to own precious metals like the maples because they are in one-ounce increments. They are in coin format. So it's this sense of, you know, we have some cash at home. It's good to have some silver at home. But a 100-ounce bar isn't really going to help us in that cash quarter category. Or maybe can't store it as easily, right? Right. And when we think about 100-ounce bars as an example, yes, there's a lower premium on it, but that's really about storing your wealth, not necessarily having liquid assets available. So I would say that's the number one reason why people like the maples. They are also one of the most popular coins out there. Now, they're not numismatic. It's not Not a collectible. It's not a collectible, which I know we're going to get into later in the show. But it's not a collectible in the sense of there's additional value based on the lack of supply out there or that they were a product that was once in circulation, no longer in circulation, and people are trying to find them. It's a different... It's a pure piece of silver. That's a different way to invest. That Investing in collectibles and numismatics is like collecting stamps. Right. This is about just acquiring the asset. One of the best things about the silver maple, this is probably the most important factor, is in the past, coins are what's known as fungible product. So what's fungible? If I take a $20 bill, put a $20 bill in the bank, and I take a $20 bill back a year later, I don't really care which bill I get back. I'm not saying, give me the bill with this serial number on it. So that's called fungible. Non-fungible is something with serial numbers on it, and that's what's important. So when a client puts physical product in our vault, they want to get that inventory report and know that when they take it out, that that's exactly the product that they're getting back. So it's non-fungible. We can't swap one out for the other, right? Typically in the past, these type of coins have been fungible, but not anymore. Bullion DNA is basically there's an inscription in a way, a digital inscription in in the... the coin itself, mm-hmm. which we have a piece of hardware uh, from the Royal Canadian Mint that taps into their computer, um, and it will show us that that coin is registered to the mint. Gives us a report on the coin you itself. You can get a report individually on the coin. Now, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you might not do that for all 500 in a, in monster, a monster box. Jeez, imagine that. But what it does allow for is you can easily test the product in office like we do um, in front of clients who are new to it. Um, And then they also have this other option of being able to see that it's registered specifically to the Mint. And so you're getting this additional safety of what it is that you're acquiring. And I think that's probably one of the most – it's the thing that causes most apprehension in any first-time buyer of natural – not natural, fancy color – of physical precious metals is that am I getting – 
real product? Is how do I know this is real? How do I know where it's from? Safety. All that Security. safety. Yeah, you want that assurance. recourse and assurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One eight seven seven eight silverguildhallwealth.com. Go there to the East Store and see the monster box Jeremy was talking about. It's a big yellow box and uh, five hundred coins in one box, and they're in tubes. And those tubes have uh, in them stacks of those beautiful silver maple leaf coins. Also, what I want to point out is another important factor in buying a silver maple leaf is price. What is the price of a silver maple leaf? Well, you pointed out earlier in the show that there is a premium paid on physical bullion versus what it is on paper price. That premium has to do with the fact that it may cost the mint more money to fabricate that coin. There may be a royalty involved because the queen's head is stamped on the coin. So the cost of that coin is higher to the agent, us, and as the client goes to buy that coin, may be also slightly higher to them because there's a markup in that coin. Fair enough. Everybody has to make a living, go home happy. You'll be happy to know if you're shopping at Guildhall against all the major participants in the market over Canada that we've tested. We have the cheapest price on silver maple leaf coins. So if you are coming to us and you want to buy some silver maple leaf coins, you're already getting the cheapest price. So no need to hassle, no need to to haggle, I mean, and, and say what is the best price. It's already the best price. So we're happy to say that as well. And um, that's because we stand by the product. We love that product. It is great. So on Product Talk, uh, the silver maple leaf coin, that is the product of the week so let's talk about that uh, again as we go through uh, this show and the number if you want to get more information on that or to buy some one eight seven seven eight silver it's one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com it also however brings up a slightly different but equally related and important topic that's not necessarily product but it's the affiliation we have with the mint we're part of their dna bullion dealer program And I'm pretty certain it's safe to say that if the Mint hadn't feted us and looked at our organization and said we have an inherent trust and we hadn't had them in our office, which we do on a fairly normal basis, there would be no way in heck that we'd get our name on the Mint's website. But yet, if you go there, you will find under the DNA Bullion Dealer Program our Guildhall logo and name and contact information. Again, another clear signal that it is a great place to buy at Guildhall Wealth through Guildhall Precious Metals. But in addition to that fantastic product, Jeremy, what is there, if you go to the website, folks, is all the other products that are available. And from bars to coins, it's all going to be something that you can buy, own, hold, that's tangible and includes multiple different accounts, which we'll get into throughout the show. Yeah, you know, look, when we started the e-store, basically the idea was to, to demonstrate that we deal in physical product, you can acquire the physical product, have it delivered, we in, ensure the shipping, have this, uh, the tracking number for you when you do that. Um, you can come to the office to pick up the product as well. You can even have it delivered to your depository account. Anyone who goes to that e-store will notice that we don't have a crazy amount of product because we've kept it small in that um, the majority, I think, except for the Buffalo coins, silver Buffalo coins, are LBMA approved. Right. Um, So that also makes it easy to understand, okay, so if I buy this product with Guildhall, I know it's going to be accepted globally. Global liquidity, very yeah, important. And, and a lot of that product uh, can be made available in the registered accounts as well. 
Now, the e-store is great for a small purchase, you know, 100 ounces here, 100 ounces there, some maples, et cetera. For larger orders, it's great to set up a meeting, come to the office, get a sense of what's going to work for you. See the product. Yeah. One of the things that we do with every one of our clients is we try to figure out using the budget to maximize it, mm -hmm. right? So maybe they started off coming in wanting only maples, but let's say on a $100,000 order. Looking through the budget, it made more sense to go with some 100-ounce bars, mm -hmm. to go with some 10-ounce bars, and, and also get the maples. But in doing so, you know, the rate becomes so much lower. We could save thousands and thousands of dollars. So it just depends on understanding what the, what the client's looking for ultimately, what their needs are. And so we encourage people to make an appointment on larger orders to contact us, and we'll, we'll walk you through what your order would be. All right. Well, in addition to that, because there were a number of individuals in this weekend, congratulations to them uh, and welcome to Guildhall and getting into the bullion market. It's exciting for you and we're happy to have you come aboard. There is a couple of clients this week who told us that we don't talk enough about allocated financing. And that's an, another option we offer at Guildhall. It is a way in which you can, as a client, get up to 80% of your purchase completely financed. And that means you'll still be getting all the tangible product. You'll be able to go see it. You'll be able to put your hands on it, hold it. You'll get your serial numbers and inventory. But it is another excellent way to put out a lot less risk, a lot less. And we'll talk about that in the second segment. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, your host. And with me today, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, in the first segment, we did a little product talk and a little update on the market, and uh, we promised to stay on uh, that topic a little bit. And as an extension of that topic, obviously it begs the question, is now a good time to be buying gold? Is this an opportune moment for a new investor, an existing investor? And I'll start that conversation by saying not only do I believe it's a good time, it may be among the three or four best times we've ever had in the marketplace. And I said as much in several emails this week to a number of clients looking to cost average. This is work we do on a regular basis. If you're listening, uh, the consultation process doesn't end at day one when you buy. We constantly are talking with clients about questions related to their ownership and updates on where they can get bullion and, and where it can be stored and what might be advantageous about having it stored in different places in the world and things of that nature. And we talk about the right time to buy or sell all the time, but these are self-directed accounts, all of them. The client has to make the final decision. But in doing so, I think the best the best thing that you can hope for is to find value in your purchase. And to find value, you have to ask yourself one simple question. Is it the right time to buy? Well, based on the market price and where we're at, is it the absolute bottom for gold? No, it's not the lowest price we've ever seen in the market. But are those days long gone? They are. In my opinion, you'll never see it again, so don't wait for it. And there are lots of people that sit on the fence and do just that and have done that. We have clients who have parked money waiting for $800 gold, $900 gold. Not going to happen again. So from a value perspective, I think we're as close as we're going to be to a very big bottom that we've seen. It's come and gone. 
but this represents true value. We're not at 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, or even 10,000, like some of the articles we've seen over the last there, little while talking about that. Or 30,000. 30,000 today. Mark, Mark Lundin just came out with an article we're going to put in our newsletter talking about 30,000. Um, it's the turn of the cycle for me. That's why I find value. You know, I, I think in terms of, of uh, I was talking with a client, we were, we were chuckling about it's not trying to time the market, it's time in the market. Right, not timing, but time in. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you're waiting for a crazy drop in in price, not value, price, um, you know, it, it's easier to do that. Like a Jim Rogers, for instance, um, multi multi millionaire, he can wait for a price because he already owns product. Right, so the, there's a bit of a difference there. If you don't own any, um, you're not in a position to take advantage of rises um, and. Who knows if, if you'll take advantage of a, a drop in price either because how low is low if you if you don't understand the value at where it is exactly today. I was watching, they had a uh, veteran options trader on Bloomberg this week, and he was showing that the volatility on gold is at its lowest point since 1997. And he said, this looks like the opportune time because when you see volatility this low in a market, you know it's about to break out to the to the high. Um, in terms of waiting for dips, well, dip where? I mean, yes, markets can go down, and we don't know for sure. But when we look at 2008 versus where we are today, we don't see gold on a on a coming off of a major run. We haven't had a major run. Now we've had great returns so far, um, and this was in the Mark Lindine article, just showing gold's performance against a bunch of foreign exchange. Since 2001, gold in Canadian dollars is up 336%. That's 18% a year over, over that period of time. Now, we've seen in recent past, recent years, we're seeing 6 and 7% gains per year. But if you've held it long term, you're getting 18% plus a year. That's even more in U.S. dollars. Um, now, you get into pound, uh, U, uh, British pounds, South African rand. Brazilian real, Mexican peso, Russian ruble, Pakistan rupee. I mean, Russian ruble, if you've held it for, <laughs> for 18 years, you're up 1,066%. Uh, the UK pound is up 466%. There is a clear pattern here of currencies devaluing against gold, and we're seeing the trend change from the everything bubble. The stock market has had a miraculous recovery since December. How long is that going to keep going? How fragile is the market that Powell has to has to step back, reverse his course on raising rates? What happened to the great the great rate rise, right? The the great let's let's get liquidity out of the market. There is no organic growth. It didn't growth. happen. There's no organic growth, none. So we see more and more people concerned about the markets, concerned about the health of the real estate market, equity markets, bond markets. Where do you put your money to be safe? Yes, this market isn't for everyone, but for those who want to sleep at night, they are starting to consider gold in a very big way. Ray Dalio, billionaire. Yeah. One of the most smartest investors you can listen to, watch, and participate with. He takes very large sums of money and turns it into exorbitantly large sums of money. And... He has paid well for doing what he's done over the years. He's a trusted name in the industry. We sat and watched a video on our own YouTube channel 
with four or five billionaires talking about reason stone gold and why don't gold. And he said, quite simply, look, I'm not here to service you, but if you're asking about what my wealth is and where it's parked, yeah, I have gold. And the smart people are going to have 10%. And if they don't, then they don't understand history and they don't understand currencies. And unfortunately, it's not to be bashing somebody who doesn't. It's not to be facetious about it. It's just to say that those that are in the know understand cycles. They understand the change of times. And they've been through or understood historically what the loss of a currency value looks like. Yeah, And And it's happening right in front of us. So if you want to get into this market and you believe you should protect your wealth, then you're making the right decision to own some gold and silver. To do that, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver that's one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to guildhallwealth.com take a peek at our website but request the free investor kit get in the know and get yourself some gold and silver if you're ready to commit why not just call and get some today come in see it pick it up pay for it put it in a depository account put it into a registered account maybe an rsp a tfsa if you want to do that but get some gold and silver yeah, these billionaires, Darren and um, you know Ray Dalio's one, Sam Zell. Um, we've got um, uh, Nagib Sawari, um, also Canadian Frank Giestra. They, they're all Hugo Salinas Price. They're all saying the same thing: these debts are getting out of control. They have led to the rise of populism. There is some major problems going on in the economic system, and there will be a righting of the wrongs and you don't you want to get out of the way of the major issues that are coming and let's be honest we repeat it sometimes on the show it's it bears repeating they have not solved anything from 2008 right oh, okay so the banks are a little more they've they've got a little more capital in them thanks fed for giving them the capital but the the only thing backstopping the stock market right now is the fed they can't pull the punch bowl away. They've tried it twice. So we could actually see a situation where the stock market could rise and gold rises with it. Now, is it a good time to buy gold? Well, look, you could compare gold to $250 an ounce when Brown's bottom in 1999 when he sold off half of England's gold and became eventually became the prime minister. Thank you very much. But you compare the debt and how much cash has been created since that time and you look at gold at $1,300, it's actually cheaper today at $1,300. I mean... Value. Value-wise, mm-hmm. right? When I was buying gold in 2006, I was paying $80 over spot, right? Things have changed. Mm-hmm. The, the prices, the, the, um, the premiums on the product haven't been lower. You know, everyone, of course, everyone wants to get it at nothing. But... They've never been lower, and it's such a good opportunity to be getting in, and we are seeing more and more people getting in with larger funds because they are majorly concerned about what they're seeing. Everyone knows the growth is BS because if there was really true growth, everyone would be walking around feeling wealthy, but inflation is taking that away, and you know anything that the mainstream media says is not being heard by – you know, Joe Plummer on the street. Right. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website to go to. And as part of that conversation, Jeremy, we were discussing interest rates and 
we were laughing and chuckling because the tone at the end of last year and the actual verbiage, it was indicative of at least two, if not more, interest rate rises through 2019 in the U.S. and looking very much now like that's not going to happen whatsoever because, as we said, there is no organic growth. Everything that they're getting in terms of numbers is being massaged to the extent that they have no choice but to ultimately respond to all of this massaging by keeping interest rates where they are or potentially lowering these interest rates by year end. So in that discussion, maybe we'll spend a little time on talking about why we've always maintained that it's great to own gold and silver because of the weakness in the traditional markets. But not only that, because in low interest rate environments or high interest rate environments, gold and silver historically have performed well. So this doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't it doesn't say a thing about uh, about the, the, the long term of the market other than to suggest they're still on the same path. It's never changed. Since 2008, it is all for good on paper, but 1% of the public is benefiting. And it's the rich, the wealthy, the haves that are getting the benefit of everything. The rest of the people are being told and lied to when people say you're richer than you think, right? You got money where you didn't even realize it. Yeah, it's called a credit card. It's called a line of credit. It's called boring against your home. And it's what we're all doing instead of waking up and saying, you know what? I should be protecting my wealth. That should be my number one goal. I should make sure that I have the same amount of money in the bank and purchasing power in 20 years from now instead of thinking, should this be a time to be greedy? This is why we're here. This is why you should think about owning gold and silver, and it's why we can help you. If you want to get physical gold or silver, remember, folks, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And We're going to talk about it when we come back in the next segment. Where could gold go? Where could the price of gold rally to? Where could silver go? Examples. We think it's it's a great price. Absolutely. We think it's a great time to get in. Let's get excited. But where could it go? Right. We're We're going to plant a seed, and we're going to talk about how big that tree could grow. So let's get to that in the next segment. And uh, if you're looking to get gold and silver into your registered accounts, remember right now for a limited time, we are still offering one gram of gold for every 5,000 US you put into an RSP account up to a maximum of 10 grams. And uh, we'll be happy to help you out with that account and walk you through the steps and that and much, much more when we come back on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Thank you for staying tuned. And in this third segment, Jeremy, let's extend that discussion just a little further. And we were touching base before we went to uh, break on the various ways you can get into the market. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. And as we discuss this marketplace, if you're at home in front of a computer, you have a laptop in front of you or you have your tablet, guildhallwealth.com. Great place to go. Don't forget to check into all of the social media we have because there are some tidbits that we don't get to in the show that we put out into the Facebook world, that we put out into LinkedIn, that we put out into Twitter, into Instagram, that will take you into more in-depth topics on and related to gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds. In addition to that, a big, big push for our YouTube channel. What a great place to go to get active and up-to-date small videos, two, three, four-minute videos on product talk, on different types of 
aspects of gold and silver investing, talking about one video we made this week that talks about uh, Ray Dalio and all the various billionaires. You mentioned a great little video on what their thoughts are on gold and why you should own it. Those are all available on our YouTube channel, so go there and check that out as well. Again, one eight seven seven eight silver Now, when you're thinking of getting into this market, we were talking about interest rates and the illusion, so to speak, that there's been any organic growth. Obviously, interest rates would go higher if the market was growing and we were seeing real growth. We're not, folks. Unfortunately, the numbers tell us a different story. Now, in the normal realm of everyday life, They've set up targets, that is the Federal Reserve or the central banks of each country, have set up targets. And part of that targeting is making sure that inflation and other things like inflation, core inflation, is kept in check. They will tell you at a Federal Reserve in the U.S. or here in the Central Bank of Canada, which is the Bank of Canada, they'll want a target rate of somewhere around 2% inflation. What has changed over the last couple of decades is exactly how we all come to the conclusion of what is inflation, how is it driven, what data are we using, and whether or not, as many analysts have now said, inflation is any longer an objective point of view on an economy or a subjective point of view on an economy. And while we're talking about this discussion, I think we're going to come eventually to the concept that if you don't understand what the value of the dollar is because it's no longer back to a commodity that you understand that value you have to that, get that, <coughs> that you're going to be that if you're an unanchored ship where are you right if you have no way of actually finding your way and calculating where you are specifically how do you know where you're going and what they're doing here that we're about to talk about is all of the ways that they can adjust everything to keep you in the dark about where we really are. Mm -hmm. Well, we had an article that's, and again, we don't like to overwork any one topic. It's hard in this particular uh, sense to find good writers, analysts, market updates about specific topics. But one thing we've stayed on for a while is inflation. And that's more so myself as opposed to Jeremy. But in talking about uh, inflation, an article came across my desk this week called The Truth About Inflation. It's inflation is a slippery concept. The real rate is likely much higher. It's written by Peter Franklin. It's found on a number of different websites from Zero Hedge and others that we follow and uh, on, um, on a different a website called Real Investment Advice. There's a number of different places. And the article goes on to talk about different theories of money management and the difference between more traditional perspectives versus modern day. And in the article, he talks about the reasons why the idea of inflation is no longer objective, it's subjective, and why the tools for measurement are changing all over the world. Some people measure it in a core sense with outdated data, I mean, for example, in food items that are used to measure core inflation data, do we really need to have lard, what a pound or a kilogram of lard cost in that calculation for the data? No, heck no, we don't even use it like that anymore. But that's the truth, that this is really what's happening versus the notion of what could be in that basket that's more up to date. And he goes throughout the whole article talking about this, and we'll make it available in the weekly newsletter for you to read 
But he says at the very end, mainstream economists have every reason to go along with the official line because it appears to validate the mainstream monetary policies of the neoliberal era. Left-wing economy, economic theorists also have a reason not to rock the boat because their borrow and spend policy ambitions depend on inflation not being a problem. There's also the huge commercial vested interest comprised of all of those businesses whose speculations depend on an inexhaustible supply of cheap credit. Then the article goes on to say, but try this thought experiment. If there were an economy in which inflation definitely had been underreported over a long period, what would it look like? That's an interesting point. I think that right there is the crux of this article. If the economy in which inflation definitely was underreported for a long period, what would it actually look like? And here's what he says. One might expect increasing levels of dissatisfaction among ordinary working people who don't feel as rich as they're told they are. Number one. I think that sounds very true. I think that's that shows the growth of populism, mm-hmm. right? Where they're saying, um, I don't he- I hear what you're saying, but I don't necessarily feel rich unless I'm borrowing from the bank to keep up with the Joneses. Right. So how great is the economy if the only way that you can keep up with it is to borrow more to keep up with it? Right. He then says, other likely symptoms might include a long-term buildup of consumer and public sector debt in order to finance normal levels of spending, the inflation of speculative asset bubbles, puzzling shortfalls in genuine productivity, a destabilizing accumulation of bad risks in the financial system, and the collapse of public trust in conventional politics. And and it's not just a, a collapse in trust in politics. But you're starting to see it everywhere, right? This week with the university scams, mm-hmm. right? There's so much money out there from credit and the explosion of that credit that it's easy for these scams to, to come into place. And people, why are they coming into place? Why is there that corruption in, the, in scams? Because they want a piece of the pie. Because there's the, ha- the spread between the haves and the have-nots have grown incredibly. And the middle class... They're not rising up to say, what happened? Mm -hmm. What happened to all of this? At the end of the day, you're seeing a continual rise of debts, continual rise of credit bubbles to the point that you can't raise interest rates to show that the value of the the U.S. dollar or the Canadian dollar, any currency, sucks. You can't. You can't raise it to 20% because there's nowhere to get that 20% from. In fact, it has to be kept low because we're completely chained to the debt. If the U.S. raised interest rates, what would happen if t- to the money that Tesla borrowed to keep their scheme going? What would happen to all the money that those fracking companies borrowed to keep things going, right? It's all just let's keep the plates spinning and spinning and spinning because we can't raise rates because the debts are way too high. Well, that's it. It's all interest-related borrowing. So if you have any type of variable boring, whether it's housing, whether it's speculative growth in a business, it all comes crashing down the second interest rates start to rise. There's an arithmetic to Well, this. we're There's putting that There's a maximum, here. right? Sure. Right? So the question becomes, you can see what's going on. The billionaires know what's going on. More and more people know what's going on and talk about why they own gold. 
Why are you owning gold? Because there is going to be a massive transfer of wealth. Mm -hmm. It's going to go from the people who are massively overcredited or have had access to that credit in the beginning. And when the credit crunch starts to happen, there are going to be a different version of haves and haves nots. People who have actual assets and people that don't have actual assets. And this is why it's such an incredible opportunity to be looking at physical hard assets like gold and silver. Now, we're seeing numbers. Okay, I saw an article this week said silver could be at $65 within a year based on the way it acted in the 70s is exactly the way it's acting right now. Mm -hmm. We've seen um, the Lundin article where he's saying gold could be trading at $30,000 an ounce. Silver could be at $3,000 an ounce based on if you understood actually how much cash or credit was been built into the system, that gold and silver will have to be revalued. One of the biz, uh, biggest myths in this market is that there's not enough gold. There's always enough gold. It's been money for centuries. And the reason it's been money is because there's always enough. Thousands of years. Because if there's not enough, you simply raise the value of it to, to, to get there to be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a myth. Um, ultimately, we do see a, a, a change in the guard. We want people to be prepared for that. And if that means you go with the traditional 10 15% in your portfolio, then okay, you start with your 10 15%. There are ways that you can get involved at 10 15% or start to build up to that portion of your portfolio. One eight seven seven eight silver Now, before we go to break, let's just for a brief second talk about one of the ways we've spent very little time on on this show discussing it is called allocated financing now we don't have a lot of time so i'll come back to it in the next segment but what this is going to show you is a how to still maintain that philosophy of physical ownership getting physical silver or physical gold and it's tangible it can be viewed seen held allocated to you and serialized you have your bar numbers and everything but in addition to that instead of laying out 100% of the total value I'm going to show you a way in which Guildhall can offer you the opportunity to lay out as little as 20% of the metal value and work towards that outright ownership over time and that will give you in essence the same exact approach as having bought 10 100 ounce bars at day one or 10 ounces of gold however you want to break it down we'll do that when we come back as well yeah so this is what we're going to be talking about here is ways to build wealth ways to get product at a reasonable price we're talking about ways to minimize risk in the market minimize exposure um and so This is a great way for people getting involved in the market for the first time. All right, allocated financing, when we come back, we'll show you how to put down as little as 20% of the value of the metal you want to buy and get the same 100% of that metal in your hands. The number to call one eight seven seven eight silver Guildhall Wealth is the website. Get your free investor kit and get it now because we love putting these together for you. We want you to have the info to be rich long-term, to be wealthy, to have protection of your wealth. Get some gold and silver in there. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. Luxury assets, diamond markets, much more to go here on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's show on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and 
by my side as always, Jeremy Wiseman. The show this week, Jeremy, a number of different topics. We've gone from a market update to our affiliations with the Mint, and we had some product talk. Silver Maples, a great way to get into the silver market. We touched on a number of issues related to interest rates and whether or not the economy is really moving ahead as they claim it is, and we know it's not. So we covered that in depth. And before we went to break, we kind of planted the seed of where gold and silver might get to. And I think there is enough analysts out there predicting that the price is going higher, period. Gold probably going up above 5,000 an ounce at some point in the near future. Silver more than likely breaching its all-time high of $52 an ounce and more than likely coming in the next 36 months. I mean, I think those are safe bets to make. And from that perspective... And, and, and if I may add that... If you, if you see a crisis situation starting to occur and people are starting to rush to the exits, this is not 2008 where gold and silver were misunderstood at that time mm-hmm. and very marginalized at that time. I think over the last decade, people have come to really understand gold and silver as hard assets, hard asset investing versus cash and, and credit investing. And I think that you know, even the people that we speak to, we don't really have to have fundamental discussions with them. It's more of, yeah, I see what's going on and I just, I want to have that physical asset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, um, you know, the market could move much, much higher and much, much quicker than we've seen in the past. We also know that the supply is really low so that there, we could actually even hit a point in this market where there's no product available to buy. That's another thing to think about in a timing aspect, right? You think about preparing maybe not survivalist, but preparing for something, right? You want to make sure that you can get it before it's gone. That is true. And to that point, specifically, not to go off on a tangent, I watched a show on gold last night before we get to this example on allocated financing. And that particular show, everything that it talked about over two hours, and I highly recommend it, TVO, you can go look it up on on gold. The takeaway for me, the most important thing of all, was the massive change in the quality of the number of grams being pulled out of 100 tons of ore in just 10 years. There is a difference between 30 grams 10, 15 Mm -hmm. years ago, and today in the modern era, one gram. You know, it's... One gram. I know, it looks like the Argyle diamond way more difficult to get gold out of the ground. There's far less of it, and you can easily make the argument peak gold has come and gone. And, and you know what? It's interesting when you mention that because you see this merging and acquisitions in the, in the gold market as a way to just try to keep the mining industry alive because it's just been decimated, they have no choice. right? There's no geography. Then, yeah. No new geography. But billionaire Sam Zell is looking at those exact numbers, mm-hmm. right? He's got a team of people to, to talk to about this, and he's seeing those numbers as well. So he knows that when the market starts rising, where does it go? The, the supply side can't be, can't be met, right, from the mining perspective. How is the physical market going to be supplied? And you can't go into paper. You can't. There that's, is that's a new, the problem. There is a knowledge. We have seen the trend change in the physical gold market that 15 years ago, people didn't necessarily care if it was physical or not. But today, they want to know it's theirs. They want to know, you know, it. You have to say, what do people want in the markets today? They want that physical ownership. They want to know the serial numbers. They want to know they have access to the product. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. They are also very price conscious today, right? They want to know that they're getting the best value in the market. 
they're looking for low-risk investments. Of course, the best way to build wealth is a hard asset like precious metals. And ultimately, people are looking for ways to make money. Well, let's talk about that because now that we've had that idea and that seed planted, the notion that gold and silver can go higher is no longer contested. It's accepted around the world that gold and silver ultimately stand as good a chance as anything that you've ever seen, not only one of being the most undervalued of commodities and assets on the face of the earth, in particular silver, but also the long-term prices are going to go much higher. How do we take advantage of that? Well, we've talked about gold and silver ownership within registered accounts. That one's easy. It's a no-brainer. Get a TFSA open, get an RSP open, put some physical gold and silver in there for the long haul. We've also talked about storage. It's easy to open up a storage account. And if you want to walk in and you want to pay around about twenty two to twenty three thousand, you've got yourself a thousand ounces of silver. Ten one hundred ounce Royal Canadian Mint Bars, two days price, around twenty two three, twenty two four. Um, and that is what you would pay. Take it home, put it in storage. Ten one hundred ounce bars, serial numbers, the whole nine yards. But there's another option, Jeremy. We have an offer that's called an account that's called allocated financing. Now, the concept is very simple. It's just other people's money. Why risk your own when you can risk somebody else's instead? There is a notion there that A, you are going to lay out less money at day one, which means of the 22,000 you're gonna spend in this particular account with allocated financing, you could be putting up as little as about 7,500 Canadian to own that same 10 100 ounce Royal Canadian Mint Bars with serial numbers, get to see it, hold it, touch it, all of that great stuff. And the best part about that is it's going to come at a fraction of the cost of what the original outlay would have been. Now, as the market moves up, you need the market to move up about $5.60 from day one. U.S. U.S. to double the value of your account. And even if it takes two years for that $5.60 move, which we don't think it will, you'd still only be talking about a 7 or $8 move to and double your money, as opposed to buying today at 15 and waiting for $30 to double your money. And the thing about that on silver, I mean, I love the idea that rather than spending, we're flipping from Canadian to U.S., but rather than spending $22.37 per ounce, you're paying something like $7.50 yeah, right. per ounce. And then we're talking about, well, if, Silver goes to $21 US an ounce, you've doubled your money. Mm -hmm. But we both know as we're having this conversation that if silver goes to 21, it's going to be going much higher from there. Mm -hmm. You know, if we break through 21, people are going to be, the, the people's ears are going to perk up. They're going to be, okay, this is, this thing's running. We need to be involved in this. And that's when the market starts moving much, much quicker. And so $21 is just kind of the beginning of what, you know, we've been in the market, we've seen what, what can happen when the market starts to take off. So to know that, hey, look, this is where you go if you just get to 21, what happens if we go back to $50 an ounce, or if we go to $65 an ounce, like the article I read this week, or what if silver goes to triple digits, because at the end of the day, most major stocks are, are trading at $60, $70 an ounce. Not, right. not, not an ounce per share, I mean. Yeah, what happens if you take that original 22000 and and let's say you can afford to do it because you're in that position to do it, and instead of buying 1,000 ounces, what happens if you buy 3,000 ounces and the market goes to $50 an ounce? Now we're talking about a real life-changing income potential there and the opportunity to be part of that market. Not only do you get the 
collateralized financing, the allocated financing with the bars and everything, and the ability to use other people's money. But the whole notion of this is that as time goes on, you're already going to spend 22000 You can still do that. You can still contribute over time. If you don't think the market's moving fast enough for your liking, you can put a little bit more money in there and work towards that original plan, which was just to buy 10 100-ounce bars, pay the 22000 You can do that. That's the beauty of this account. So, Come and go as you want. So for that amount of money that you lay out at day one, which is around 7500 you are going to be getting a a better price relative to spot. It's eighty cents over spot, okay, which is already a better price than we get regularly, okay, because we work with a partner that does very high volumes. You're going to get the idea of being able to use somebody else's money, risk less of your own if you take the first approach. You're going to be able to have the convenience of paying off whatever you borrowed down the road as you wish, whenever you wish. It's wide open you can use the profitability of the account to pay that off you can buy back and sell you've got lots of options there and the best of all that first initial purchase you make those thousand ounces you can buy and sell those as many times as you like for the next 36 months without any additional charge by our firm other than the cost of the difference between bid and and ask that's it yeah i love this idea that you can outlay seven dollars and fifty cents an ounce and then continue to contribute to your precious metal portfolio so that the ultimate is that you own more. That's right. right. The more you own, the better you do as the market rises. Mm-hmm. But if the market goes to $50 in three years and you haven't, you haven't made all the contributions to have paid for it fully outright, you're benefiting from those gains in the market. That's so right. You could take the larger purchasing power of that metal, right? So you bought 1,000 ounces. Well... You know, you could take, for example, 200 ounces of silver at $50 an ounce. That's $10,000. That's right. So you could, up there. you could sell a small portion at a higher price and basically own the product free and clear. That's right. right? The, the so, higher the price goes, the less product you have to sell to, to be at square one from day one. Yeah, I'm, I've seen clients who own a good amount of product already. Let's, uh, I'll give a quick example. Someone who, let's say, has 5,000 ounces of silver, right? And they decide, I want to, I want to take that five thousand. I want to finance a portion of it. So they take a thousand. In this case, they turn it into three. And so now they've got eight thousand ounces of silver. They paid for five. So now, when the market rises, they're getting that little extra boost. You can see how that's not taking a crazy risk. Right. But they are getting the benefit of that little bit extra boost when the market does rise. Well, from day one, if I'm able to buy silver at $5.60, which is virtually what we're doing at day one, that for me is bang for the buck, and I love to do that. Now, in addition to that, first off, call the number to get the information about that, one eight seven seven eight silver or go to the website guildhallwealth.com. We were talking about uh, introducing some information on diamonds. What I want to leave you with this week is that we're going to have a chart of the week, an important one, on the luxury assets and that are soaring in value. And we're going to compare them. There'll be pink diamonds in there, color diamonds, collectible cars, stamps, art. That's a fantastic way to get some inkling as to how well pink diamonds in particular, because we've been on that subject for the last three or four weeks, how well they're doing against all the other types of collectibles and color diamonds in general, any color of diamond. 
And uh, we also have an article from uh, Gem Diamonds on a particular pink diamond that was sold, a 13.33 carat for $8.8 million. And this is another record all-time high per carat price paid for a pink diamond. One after the other, week after week, month after month, especially approaching the closing of this Argyle mine. So call the number, get that, get on the mailing list. It's free of charge, that newsletter to you. We want you to have it in your hands. one 878 silverguildhallwealthcom and look for that information. Ask us for the example on allocated financing. We'll send that out to you, help you to get into these markets in physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. We'll talk to you next week. We hope everyone has a profitable day, and we look forward to seeing you again really soon. You've been listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.